Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So today's episode is a solo episode, and it is an episode on something that a lot of people can struggle with, and it is that whole thing of the element of a dieting mindset, and that restrictive mindset that often directs people in a direction that they don't necessarily want to go, but if they feel it's the only way to go because they have this belief system that restriction and misery is what losing weight means and it's what it means to them because that's all they've ever known so it's a really really important episode and i know i've spoken about a few various different pieces in this before but it's kind of the first time i've all put it into to one main element so i really do hope that you enjoy today's episode so before i go into today's episode i just want to give you a quick little update that there is a free resource on how to lose weight without tracking calories it's a free ebook. It's nine pages. It's been created by myself. It's a really useful step-by-step approach on how to do that. My fitness pal is a great tool. Those apps are a great tool in the right hands. A hammer is a great, great tool in the right hands, but you wouldn't give it to a child. Now, counting calories is an amazing tool, but not everyone should be doing it. If it's a whole point that you don't count on weekends, maybe it's a point that you don't count when you've gone over your calories or you don't count when maybe you've snacked a little bit more. That's a sign that MyFitnessPal isn't the right tool for you and you probably need to learn how to learn how to do it without it. There's a reason why 85% of my one-to-one clients whose photos you can see up on my social media and the transformations that they've had from mental health, relationship with food, the transformation photos that they have, that's because they've learned how to eat for themselves. So this could be the most important ebook that you've ever downloaded. So if you're looking for a free resource, Click on the link in the show notes, download your free copy, and I hope that you enjoy it. So most people believe that the diet mindset is a way of thinking that only relates to dieting. It only relates to weight loss. It only relates to nutrition. And while the whole element of a diet mindset is born from this restrictive thing called diet culture, it can impact on many, many different ways of life and aspect of your life without you even being aware of it. And it's it's been said by some people that this mindset is through the lens that you can actually see and experience life and it can impact people romantically and impact people from physical thing it can impact people on such an anxiety and mental health element that it it can take over people's mindset and that means if you have a diet mindset chances are you see everything in your life the relationships you're in the career, the mental health, the way through this exact lens. But we, before we actually look at how the diet mindset affects your life, let's, we need to understand what the actual diet mindset is. So what is the actual diet mindset? So the diet mindset is a way of thinking that involves quick, easy, inadequate and unrealistic solutions to a particular issue, which only leads to an actual temporary remedy without addressing the underlying problems. So think of it this way. If you had a leak in your house and you didn't sort the leak or address the problem, what's going to happen? The house is probably going to flood. And this is the same situation in relation to dieting and having a crap relationship with food. And often it's not the food that's the issue. Now, food is one of these things that's been in our lives for a very, very long time. It's the one thing that's been constant. And it can be a really, really quick and easy way for us to seek comfort. And often when we have the food that maybe be less nutritious or less wholesome, we 
see ourselves in a certain light that we shouldn't have done this that we're worthless we're fat we're useless we're a pig we're all these kind of horrible terms that we use against ourselves but the issue isn't necessarily the food it's our behavior behind it because it's all we know it's serving a purpose is a way to have comfort and the way we protect ourselves from that or seek that comfort is to use food and the way we see comfort and with the way we kind of protect ourselves even further is we put ourselves down and we have this guilt thing. Guilt, guilt means that we're net, we're, we've done something wrong. And shame is the overarching element, which is I am a bad person for having done something. So if you think of it logically and remove that element of the lack of perspective, what have you done wrong by overeating? If it's your only way to deal with things, then it might not be the most beneficial habit that you have. But I would say every single person on this earth would have overeaten at some stage. Definitely in the first world. And most people would have emotionally yet at some stage in their lives because you're human. But often what disrupts this pattern for people is that they believe that they shouldn't ever overeat. They shouldn't ever emotionally eat. Now, that's just not realistic. That's like me trying to wake up the next morning and expect my hairline to come back. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. But a lot of people think that they're going to be these fictional characters of like morality that they're never ever going to stray. They're never going to overeat. If it's the only thing you're ever doing, well, then it's not a great benefit to you. There is a benefit you see in that moment when a lot of people say, well, it's just a bad habit. It's just a habit. For a habit to form, there must be a reward at the end of it for you. So it just means you may not be aware of it. You may not have sought that that reason, proper, proper reason why. Or you're eating through a lens of distraction. So there's a disassociation between you and food that you're eating in the evenings and you don't know what the difference between the fourth bar that you're having or the second bar is having when you stop enjoying those foods. But it's important to, to understand that the diet mindset isn't just related to that diet and weight loss as well and there are key differences between a diet mindset and a non-diet mindset so a diet mindset is a band-aid solution it doesn't address the real problem so that next restrictive diet that you're going to go on isn't going to address the problem yes you can lose weight and you've lost weight before so it's not an ability issue often it's the actual method that's chosen and often it's a perspective issue that you think you're never ever going to overeat along the way There's a lot of decisions based on emotion with the diet mindset. There's a lot of decisions based on fear with the diet mindset. There's a lot of temporary solutions that are kind of looked to fix with the diet mindset, aka poor relationship with food, low self-worth, low self-esteem, body image, thinking that dieting is going to make you happier. Makes things worse in the long term, that diet mindset, based on short-term deadline that you say I'm going to lose 5 kg in eight weeks. Yes, there are people who can do it. But it's about keeping it off. Short-term results, which a lot of people look for, they think that they're going to lo- if they lose the weight the quickest, they're going to be happier. But you've weighed that weight before, probably along the line, and still the mindset wasn't very healthy. And there's a lot of short-term gratification. So when you're necessarily sitting there in the evenings, not feeling very well mentally or physically, and you're looking for that short-term gratification from the food to bring you that comfort temporarily, then you have one and you're like, well, one isn't enough. So I'm going to have a second one or else you bring in the whole packet into the room in order to have it in front of the TV. 
but you're not sure you're not even aware that when you stop enjoying the actual food and then there's the non-diet mindset which is an effective solution that addresses the actual real problem the decisions are based on logic the decisions are based on love so not out of shame not out of guilt it provides a permanent solution it makes things better in the long term and it's based on a long-term commitment to yourself to honor you not to shame you or guilt you but to honor you it looks at the longer term results that there, you'd be better off having 52 imperfect weeks rather than six perfect weeks. And then there's long term gratification that maybe you're sitting with your feelings that a little bit more honoring those rather than just going for the food when things get ramped up and a lot more difficult. And then this diet mindset, it stems from diet culture and is strongly linked to that immediate results, that low self-esteem, lack of confidence, low self-worth, following rules and deprivation. It's something that's protected you from actually rather than addressing your own self-belief and those side of things those people can have a diet mindset and they also tend to look for big changes and underestimate the power of small gains so a perfect example is a client who may have lost i don't know 20 30 40 centimeters off their body the weight has maybe gone down about a stone 8 kg their clothes are feeling better they've lost their, their wedding rings are fitting better, their belt is feeling better, their energy is better, their libido, their confidence, sex life, love life, kids life, family life, everything has gotten better. But that person hasn't looked at anything of their wins. They haven't looked at those changes. They haven't, they've underestimated those power, those gains that they've gained for themselves because it's all about the scales. They spend a lot of time comparing themselves to other people. And worrying about what other people think of them. And that's often what disrupts people. It's the think, it's the whole thing. And when people look at the weighing scales and don't see that number, they're looking for a validation off a piece of plastic. That's essentially what people are doing when they step on a, on the scales in order to justify their actions and validate them. But often when we don't see the number that we want, it's never about the number. It's what we make the number eight to be. And it's often linked to this control control thing that we have. We want to be liked and loved by everyone. And we think that when that scales goes up, we think that we're worthless. We think that we're a bad person. We think that people won't like us and they won't fit us in and won't accept us. And when that scales number goes down, diet culture has led us to believe that skinnier is going to be better. Now, I've seen clients and worked with clients who have been on the other extreme of being very malnourished and had binge eating issues and lost menstrual cycles so skinnier always doesn't mean better it's normally somewhere in the middle for someone and people are who are generally rule followers particularly when it comes to food take an all or nothing approach to most things however the biggest problem with the actual diet mindset is wanting everything now and i'm kind of reluctant to say this that can come with a level of arrogance it's a level of arrogance that if I just do these for a few days, I'm going to get X amount of weight off my body. If I do this for a few days, this is just going to happen. I don't need to try. Weight loss is easy as a concept. But what a lot of people can struggle with is this delayed gratification. They struggle with this whole thing that it's going to take longer. Weight loss is a series of unsexy results that lead to spectacular changes. But most people want spectacular results 
from very minimal changes from their habits and lifestyle. And unfortunately, this need to have everything straight away is what causes people to end up self-sabotaging themselves by unrealistic deadlines with many aspects of their life, especially their weight loss. It's like knowing that it takes about, I don't know, it's going to take, I don't know, five hours to get from Dublin to Donegal. It could be take longer. I've never driven to Donegal, so excuse me, my geography isn't great. But wanting to do it in three hours. To get there in the three hours, you'll need to take shortcuts. You'll need to beat speed traps or you'll need to speed and be unsafe. And this will only ever cause problems which will result in the trip taking longer for you. Or you not even making it to your destination at all. So what you tend to do is you could try veering off the main road and going a more direct route through the cross country. And leaving the main road and driving across country could lead to flat tires, broken suspension, becoming lost, getting frustrated. The speeding could result in an overheating engine, car breaking down, causing damage to your car or death. It could lead to an accident, totaling your car, killing someone along the way. Now, these are dramatic things that I'm saying, but ha- do happen. And then, if any of these things happen, there's no way you'll get to Dublin to Donegal within in, in six hours, let alone those three, tar- three hours that you've set. Yet, this is the, mo- the approach that most people will take with many aspects of their life, including weight loss. So before I go into today's episode, I just want to give you a quick little update that there is a free resource on how to lose weight without tracking calories. It's a free ebook. It's nine pages. It's been created by myself. It's a really useful step-by-step approach on how to do that. My Fitness Pal is a great tool. Those apps are a great tool in the right hands. A hammer is a great, great tool in the right hands, but you wouldn't give it to a child. Now, counting calories is an amazing tool but not everyone should be doing it. If it's a whole point that you don't count on weekends, maybe it's a point that you don't count when you've gone over your calories or you don't count when maybe you've snacked a little bit more. That's a sign that MyFitnessPal isn't the right tool for you and you probably need to learn how to learn how to do it without it. There's a reason why 85% of my one-to-one clients whose photos you can see up on my social media and the transformations that they've had from mental health, relationship with food, the transformation photos that they have, that's because they've learned how to eat for themselves. So this could be the most important ebook that you've ever downloaded. So if you're looking for a free resource, click on the link in the show notes, download your free copy, and I hope that you enjoy it. Diet mindset. So one of the big things that causes that diet mindset is the fear of failure. And for a fear of failure is a big deal for an awful lot of people. And it's something that many people who want quick results have if they want what they want and if what they want seems to take too long they perceive it as a failure rather than as an investment in developing habits or mindset changes that will help them long term so what this could look like is if someone goes on to coaching and someone goes on to a diet or someone goes into a group program Often what they can say to themselves is, if I don't lose this amount by this date, I am going to give up. Now, that's going to annoy some people that I have just said, because that is what most people will do. They will say to themselves, if I don't lose this, I am by this date, I am going to quit. And then they wonder why they get further away from their goal. But that's you setting your unrealistic expectations. 
it's you it's you self-sabotaging yourself because you don't necessarily feel that you're maybe worthy of achieving the results those goals that you're having at the minute and then it feels like that they failed because they haven't matched up to those expectations and then they go in this self belief self-esteem self self-worth circle and they look for those quick wins but they don't even celebrate those quick wins or else they solve the wrong problem that they think the scales is going to make them happy when it goes down but it's not really what the issue is it's how they see themselves and how they feel about themselves so they don't ever look at the habits and behaviors that they have towards how they feel about themselves so no wonder they can't keep the weight off where they don't change the approach they don't change these silly methods so there are always times that we will make mistakes there will be always times where we have will have these kind of failures along the way but they don't necessarily need to define us we can use that kind of step and back piece and saying right let's leave a little bit of perspective could i have done anything differently here would i do anything differently here if the answer is no then great but often there is an element of things to learn like if i look back at when i first started doing coaching and I was speaking to someone who's new into coaching recently and they're really, really surprised how difficult online coaching is. Now, this isn't me looking for a medal. I'm just being open and honest through a conversation that I had with someone that I know is who has made a pivot from a very successful career elsewhere and was looking to go into the online coaching place. But he realized that you had to be a marketer. You had to be finance. You had to be admin, you had to coach, you had to do loads of different things in order to get one piece of content out, your emails out, your text messages to your clients, your check-ins with your clients. There's a lot of varying different pieces that people just think, oh, it's just about being online and sending a video and getting loads of clients. That's not how it works. But that can also be what people perceive when it talks when we talk about losing weight. We think it's going to be easy. Weight loss is easy as a concept. It's difficult when people bring emotions and beliefs and systems into it that they have or the habits and behaviors they have never addressed. That's what makes it difficult. Another thing that can happen is a fear of judgment. The reason that people want things now is they're afraid of being judged for who they are and where they're at. This is why people are always so desperate to lose weight so quickly because they are afraid of being judged and gossiped about because of their weight. They think if I can just lose weight by the summer or Easter or your birthday or that party, then I'll be okay. And other people worry about what people think of them still being single at 40 or not having kids by 40 or why they haven't had kids after being married for a certain amount of time. And other people believe that they'll be judged for their, their lack of earnings, their job title, how successful their businesses, or while others who value money and possessions are afraid of being judged in the size of their house. Another thing that can happen is comparison. This is huge. People with the diet mindset usually compare themselves with other people. They compare what they look like, what they earn, what they have, their relationships, their happiness with other people. And they, this this usually happens when you compare yourself with others and it's a way for you to find yourself lacking in some way so you look for these quick fix solutions as a way to bridge that gap 
between what you have and what others have so you can feel better about yourself. Almost give yourself an ego stroke. Lack of self-worth. So when you actually don't feel worthy as a person, you tend to base your worth on external things like relationships, physical appearance, status, money, cars, watches, clothes, whatever it may be. And wanting everything now is a way for people to try and protect themselves from these feelings of low self-worth and fear of judgment. The, the next one is really, really important, which is control. In order to have things straight away, people try to control the outcome. So what I've seen from six years in this industry is sometimes what can happen is if someone has had a very, very successful career, they've been able to control that outcome. They know that if they do X or Y or Z, they're going to get this level of promotion to this increase of salary. So it's a, it's a control thing. But what can happen for some people in that situation is they can find that they haven't been able to necessarily control their weight or they've struggled with their weight. That could be a self-belief thing. That could be a self-worth thing. That could be a fear of judgment. That can be a control thing. But they haven't necessarily been able to control the outcome, a.k.a. the weighing scales or what other people are thinking. And that's often what's heavily linked to. Instead of trying to follow a plan, they try to force a situation or make things happen a certain way in order to hurry along their results. Doing silly things, being reactive and maybe going on a detox. Maybe they've heard a certain podcast say do autophagy or whatever it is. Oh, they said do this, they said do this. What's your thoughts on this? Why would I take this out? Why can't I take this out? All these kind of reactive things. And this is often a, self, a form of self-sabotage, which ultimately leads to absolute disaster every single time. And an element of self-sabotage that a lot of people don't talk about is timeline. And people with a diet mindset always put a, a timeline on everything, which is why they look for quick results. If they don't get the results they want in that time, they say for themselves, they believe what they're going to do isn't working, so they look for another quick fix solution. They set themselves this whole thing of, five or six kg in eight weeks now that can happen for some people but some people don't necessarily have that much to lose and it's more of a mental weight that people need to lose and this explains so much why people go from one diet to the next program hop from one person to the next thinking the next program is going to solve them and i had a conversation with someone recently saying that they were they were um they were working with a coach currently and they were talking about the next female fat loss program in April. And then they were finishing up two weeks before it finished. So kind of mid-March. And they're kind of like looking to sign up with mine already. And I kind of just said, I, I think it could be better off that you probably don't sign up with myself. And they're kind of like a bit stunned by the message back. And they're like, why? And I was like, you're kind of telling yourself that the program that you're in at the minute isn't going to work. So you're not committed. And what I mean by not committed is you're almost telling yourself that, that this program isn't going to work for yourself and the next one is going to fix the problems. And that person messaged me back straight away and said, you know what, you're absolutely bang on. You're bang on with that. They've been telling themselves that the next program is going to, what's going to fix them rather than actually embracing what they have. So I'm excited to see where that person comes finishes up in two or three weeks. And I know the coach that they work with because the coach they work with is a good pal. And I know they care. I know how their program works because we talk an awful lot. 
But that person had already told themselves that the next program was what they wanted to do. The next program was going to fix their problems rather than addressing and actually fully immersing themselves in the process now. And I know some people are going to be listening and saying, that's me, that's me, that's me. Because I understand you. I understand where you're coming from. None of your problems are your own. Every single person I've ever worked with, I've worked with before because everyone's problems are not unique to themselves. And every time I have a client episode of the podcast, it's the feedback that comes back. I can't believe this this person is talking to me. It's like I'm in the room. Everyone has the same belief systems and limiting belief systems. Your problems are not your own. And if one person can overcome them, that means you can too. It's not an ability issue. It's not an application issue. It's not a self it's not a greed issue. It's not a it's more of a getting away from that kind of perspective piece of being so emotionally reactive and delaying the gratification for yourself. So there's some ways that the diet mindset affects your life it can impact your weight people who have a diet mindset want to lose weight quickly and are willing to do everything it takes to reduce the number on the scales cutting calories increasing their exercise opening their steps creating a larger deficit when they're not ready and sometimes people fast or follow these quick fixes that are sold as weight loss solutions however this approach looks and always book backfires and leads to further weight gain and then that beats themselves up and kind of in that kind of circle or that that whole element of um self-worth and being restrict cycle and not only does the the restricting the food piece lead to stupid food rules and binge eating and emotional eating but it also impacts your mental health so putting a timeline on your weight loss can work for some people for the vast majority of people i work with on a daily basis they need to look at their expectations. They need to look at their stress. They need to look at what are they, will the approach they're about to take impact your relationship with food? Will it? Will you be able to last on it longer than a month? Will you be able to adhere to it? An awful lot of people can struggle with this whole element of, they want this kind of like, this should be given to me, this arrogant piece that I spoke about earlier on, that, why is the scale's not going down? I'm like, well, the scale's not going down because you, we probably need to tweak one or two things because we're not we're, we're not being 70 or 80% adherence across the week. We're really struggling on the weekend. So if you improve your weekends and look at a routine and structure and what we can navigate there, the results will increase. But often people are like, no, it can't be that simple. It often is. It's a simple tweak that will go a long way for you. It can impact on relationships. It can impact on business or career. It can impact on personal growth and development. It can impact on mental health. So how do you actually get rid of this mindset? It's possible. It really is. And address. And probably confront is your actual fears. To ditch that mindset, you need to actually confront your fears once and for all. So in most people's cases, it's a fear of judgment. And the fear of failure. And until you and while you continue to live in that fear of what others think and what they say about you, or that you're not achieving quick results enough for you, you'll always revert back to those quick fixes, that diet mindset, and look for the easiest, quickest path to results. 
even if those results are temporary or don't deal with the real problem, which is how you see yourself, your self-worth. Maybe there's trauma, there's grief that's happened in your life, unfortunately, and that's maybe what you're using as a way. If if I look like this or feel like this, this won't happen or this shouldn't have happened if I look like this. That can happen. And in that case, there is mental health professionals or are mental health professionals out there that can help you. You need to let go of your timelines. Setting timelines to reach goals can help prevent procrastination. But focusing too much on a timeline and wanting things actually straight away will lead to this self-sabotaging behavior, such as comparing yourself to other people, making decisions based on emotion rather than facts, avoiding or addressing your habits and increasing your stress levels. The best approach that I've seen for clients to let go of this timeline is to say an aim for consistency. Now this is a this is vague as hell because it takes everyone is very, very different. So rather than trying to push the process or rush the process, what I would kind of say to someone is, what is the goal for this week? What are we working on this week? And if that person say it's kind of getting more protein in this week, I'd be like, right, let's aim for three meals a day where you're getting protein in. If they hit that 80% of the time, that's going to move them closer to their goal rather than trying to walk, protein, fruit, veggie, sleep, water, all these kind of different things. The next one is you need to let go of that actual control. Now, this is not easy. And trying to control the outcome that you have and so that you can want everything quickly is a recipe for disaster. I've never seen controlling food work very well. The truth is that there is very, very little that we can actually control. And so trying to do so is actually a waste of time and energy. It ends it ends in more it ends in increased frustration, stress self-sabotage the one true moment that we can control is the now the here and the now the one that will influence our future and one of the sentences that i always say to people if they're struggling to pick in the evenings or struggling with picking in the evening is what will the next one do for you one that the last one didn't most people can't answer that question but what they can answer is what they're watching on tv what they're do what they're doing in that moment in time but how can we know what we need and what we want if we're distracted there's a disassociation disassociation between people and food and letting go of trying to control the outcome and focusing on what you can do and what you get to do will help you to achieve your goals so a lot of people will blame external factors rather than actually taking accountability for what they can do you can control getting multi-packs in the house. You can control getting more fruit in the house. You can control getting more vegetables with your dinner. You can control going for a walk when you don't feel like it. They're the pieces that people forget about. But they've said they worry about the weather, their motivation, their sleep. I mean, the sleep's a poor example, but you know what I'm trying to say. Building their self-worth. Going to cancer can help. So... In summary, realistically, 
A lot of people want immediate results and explains why so many people go for the quick fixes and to lose weight. This is called the diet mindset. And wanting these things straight away comes with a level of arrogance and increases self-sabotage as a way to control the outcome. And what self-sabotage essentially is, and I don't believe most people self-sabotage when it comes to weight loss. I believe it's a way for them to control the outcome. If I don't lose this weight by this time, I'm giving up. That's what most people will do. Until you get away from this diet mindset, nothing's really going to change. You can lose weight all you want. It's not going to address the issue. You need to let go of trying to control the result, letting go of the timelines, working on yourself and working on your self-worth. If you look at rushing the process, you're going to hit a wall. More weight loss won't mean more happiness for an awful lot of people. It'll probably mean more rules, more misery, more restriction. If you want to address this and get rid of this diet mindset once and for all, the Female Fat Loss Program will help you. There's one-to-one coaching and spots available as well. But the Female Fat Loss Program... For 99 euro for eight weeks will change your life. I can guarantee you that. There's a reason why there's loads of people in that group who have lost 20 plus pounds. Even had three clients who have done a few of them who have lost over 60 pounds. And they've kept that off. So if you're interested, click on the link in the show notes. If you want that free ebook, click on the link in the show notes as well. I really do hope you've enjoyed this episode.